This is the Forex Q&A podcast. This is VP, professional Forex prop trader here in the United States. And what do I do here? What's my purpose? My purpose is to answer your user-submitted Forex questions every Monday. Now, to do that, you go to nononsenseforex.com slash askvp. There's a little form that takes you no time at all to fill out, and then I get back to you within 48 hours, and then your question might make an episode of the show. Now, for those of you who read the title, you already know what this question is going to be, and this is going to be a little different show. This is not something that is actual Forex trading related directly, something you can use, something that is actionable and you can take with you that day. Um, a little different here, but I say it all the time, guys. What is the difference between the podcast and the No Nonsense Forex YouTube channel? The podcast sets you up to succeed. The channel shows you how to win. And this is something we need to talk about. I would not be setting you up for long-term success if we didn't do this. I think from a long-term view, this podcast episode is going to be far more important to your overall development than anything else. Because times change. Politics change. Economics change. And how you react to those changes means everything. And as Forex traders, we have this unique advantage to be more prepared for the worst than anybody else. But there is a way to go about this. So I will answer the question with a very short answer. I think you already know what that is. But there's, as always, there's a lot more to this. So let's go ahead and get right into it. The question is from Bill from Keene, New Hampshire. He says, or he asks, is Forex trading recession-proof? And there's the question. Now, he later in the email said, I heard it was. I just don't quite understand how. Uh, so the short answer is yes, it is recession-proof, far more than any other investment that I know of. And this is great, but again, not if you're dumb about it. And when the next economic collapse comes, which we are well overdue for, and the longer we wait, the worse it's going to get, you need to have some kind of plan in place. And I feel like I'm qualified to talk about this because I do spend a lot of time on this very thing. And I've kind of been this way my whole life. I'm really not worried about anything bad happening to me because I always have a plan if it does. I always know what the very next step I'm going to take if I lose my job at my prop firm, or if my car gets totaled, or if I get attacked on the street, you know, I always know what my next move is going to be. And because of that, none of that stuff ever bothers me. And I have devoted a good amount of my time and resources and money to making sure everything is okay if everything goes south in the economic world, especially for the United States. Is it going to? Hell if I know. I don't forecast. I said that in episode one. Um, but the writing is on the wall in many, many ways. Um, and I could go on and on about this, but we'd go way over time on the podcast. And don't ask me questions about this. Economics is not my forte. I do my best to stay in the pocket. You know, if I am not talking about Forex trading or college football or 90s music, you know, I don't have much of an opinion on anything else outside of those three things because I'm just not qualified to do so. There's nothing worse than that guy who is not qualified to talk about something, but talks about it anyway, and even has conviction behind those opinions. I have no time for people like that. I know what I know, and based on what I know and what I've learned, I am playing defense. And I'm doing this, by the way, at a time where everybody is playing offense, because we are in the biggest economic rally in recorded history. I'm not doing that. I want to be like the big banks. I want to find out what everybody's doing, and I want to start doing the opposite thing now. I want to be proactive now instead of being reactive when the time comes. Do I have my money in different places? Yes. Do I own precious metals? Yes. 
Am I going to buy more soon? Yes. I'm just waiting for the technicals to line up the way I want before that happens. Do I legally try to keep my taxes as low as possible? Yes. This is how you play defense. This is how you stay alive when everything goes south. And then if you put yourself in a good spot, you can now play offense when everything out there is super cheap. Things that are terrible investments in a down market, like real estate, like stocks, are now super cheap. And during the last recession back in 2008, I wish I had the money to buy some of those things up, but I just didn't. I couldn't take advantage of that. But I'm doing everything I can now to make sure that this next time around, it's going to be a different story. And the best thing about doing things this way is there's really no downside to it. If the economic collapse just never happens, which would be a miracle, there's still no downside to having precious metals and having your money in different places and making sure you're not overpaying on taxes. To me, these are all great things to do in general, but they're going to be really great uh, if everything starts going south. Because not only am I going to be protected, I will probably be in a very good position to take advantage of it when the time comes. So you just need to decide which side you want to be on. Do you want to do what wealthy people do and take advantage of economic downturns? Or do you want to be the person who complains because they lost their job due to the recession and gas prices are super high? You know, we all know these people. These are helpless people that are helpless to whatever the world is doing. They're only okay as long as it's okay. And it's not always okay. I feel for those people, but I don't have a lot of respect for those people because they chose not to be in control of their own destiny. They left their fate in the hands of Wall Street and the United States government. Ugh. Can you imagine? Guys, pick a side now so you don't end up on a side later. Now, one of the first things you can do is educate yourself on economics. And this does not take very long. You just have to know where to go and who to follow. Because most people you see on TV who actually have degrees, for Christ's sakes, are absolutely no help to you. And what's worse is they're typically more often wrong than they are right. So if you are going to learn, don't spend too much time on it and learn from people that actually know what they're doing. A really good way you can do this in about a half hour's time is listen to Ray Dalio. Ray Dalio is maybe the 17th most richest person in the world. So suffice to say, he knows what he's doing. He put out a 30-minute video on how the economics of the world work. And it was fantastic. I'm going to link it in the show notes. If you watch this video, you will know more than 99% of the world knows about economics. And just as a life skill, it's helpful to have this information under your belt. And it's great too, because in the future, anytime you, you hear some blowhard talking about economics, whether it's on TV or whether it's somebody you know, you will always know better because you watched a 30-minute video that I told you to go watch. And I think you're really going to thank me for this one. Uh, It's really good. And I'm going to link that down below. Now, if you want to take it a little further and you need to approach this one with caution, one of the best economic minds for my money is Peter Schiff. Now, if you, some of you have heard that name before and some of you are probably rolling your eyes, that's fine. Peter Schiff is super biased. He is bearish on the economy no matter what is happening. And he also has a gold product to sell. So that just adds to the bias. But that doesn't mean he doesn't know what he's talking about. He's very astute on a lot of these things and he can explain things to you. Uh, He has a podcast as well. I'll link that below too. He pretty much tells you what nobody's talking about, but it is so apparent in so many ways. It's right in front of you. 
but the media just never, ever talks about it. And it's helpful that you understand that side of things, too. In terms of preparing for the worst, he's a good guy to have on your side. Just when you listen to him, understand the place he's coming from and try to put that off to the side and just focus on the information he's giving you. His podcast is in my weekly rotation for sure, and I'm really better off for it because right or wrong, I feel a lot more prepared than I would be had I not listened to him. He definitely is one of the better economic minds out there. Now, a couple caveats on this guy. For some reason, like the last 10, 15 minutes of his podcast, he doesn't stay in the pocket anymore. He leaves the pocket. He starts talking about social commentary, and it is horrible. He goes from economic genius to clueless old man at the drop of a hat. So just be ready for that. And uh, he will always also point to the fact that he has called both recessions uh, in recent history. So the one back in 2008 and then also the dot-com bubble um, back in 1999. And this is true. He did. And he did it when nobody else did it. But (laughs) the problem with that is if you take something that is cyclical, and if you watch the Ray Dalio video, you will understand how recessions are cyclical, how we actually need them, and how they're supposed to happen every so often. If you take something like that, you can build a career just by saying, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Any day now. Oh, really bad news came up. Oh. It's going to happen. Be ready. If you do that, you can be wrong 500 times. If you're right two times, you're all of a sudden this economic genius, this soothsayer of the global economy. And nobody's going to care about all those times you were wrong. You can just hang your hat on those two times that you were correct. So my advice with this guy is definitely give him a listen, but just know what you're getting into. I will actually link the podcast when he was on with Joe Rogan down below. That'll give you a really good idea of kind of what he's about, and then you can decide if you want to listen to him later on or not. So now, let's talk about the Forex trading end of this. What's great about Forex trading is it's not helpless to what the market is doing. Stocks are. Real estate is. The majority of actual investments out there are. To where the Forex trading world, the spot Forex world, just keeps right on turning. Things go up and things go down, and we can flip the switch at any time. Because in spot forex, you're always trading one currency against the other. If one of them starts to suck, you can just short that currency. When one thing's getting weaker, that means other things are getting stronger. Back in 2008, the United States dollar got really strong because people were getting all of their money out of investments and parking it in a safe haven currency, which at the time was the United States dollar. Be careful this next time around. The United States dollar may not be the place to be during the next economic downturn. Why? Two reasons. One, listen to Peter Schiff. He can explain this better than me. Two, people are going to look back to the last recession and find out, well, okay, how do I make a bunch of money in an economic downturn? Well, I'll just put it in the United States dollar. Big banks are going to see that, guys. They probably already know it's coming. And maybe economic conditions will be so strong they can override what the big banks actually want to do in this situation. But just don't be surprised in this next economic downturn that we are bound to have at some point if it's somebody else's turn to play the role of safe haven currency. So just know that going forward. But I need you to do two things. One, make it, do your, do your best so in the future you can make steady income trading Forex, whether that's by trading with your own account or by trading for a firm. I have great comfort 
knowing that as long as I'm with my firm, I will always have a way to generate income no matter what the world economy is doing, no matter how good it is or no matter how bad it gets. I have the comfort of not having to worry about losing my job and my income just because the economy's fallen apart. And I want that same comfort for you. The second thing I want you to do, and how do I best set this up? All right, let's, let's talk about being diversified really quick. There are people out there who think because they have different stocks in different sectors um, that they're diversified. And they're not, because if the market goes down, all of those typically go down at the same time. Then there are people who have stocks and real estate and crypto and sports memorabilia, for example, and they think they're diversified too, and they're not. They are dependent on what those markets say the value of those things are. They're not diversified. Forex trading is different because, again, we are trading one against the other. It's very unique that way. If you have your trades in Canadian dollars and you want to switch them over to Aussie dollars because you're afraid of the Canadian dollar tanking, you can do that and jump into something that might be more profitable. It is a great luxury we have as Forex traders. And so let's just say you have eight major currencies, the eight majors of the world, right there at your fingertips. Do you feel like you're diversified with eight major currencies that you could trade one against the other at any time? It's a great luxury to have, but are you diversified? Are you safe from global conditions and from economic downturns? Do you think you are? Because you're not. How come? Can anybody answer this? You're not because as many currencies as you have to trade right there at your fingertips, you're only getting paid out in one currency. You may do awesome in Forex trading, but at the end of the day, if the currency you get paid out in sucks ass, you're not really winning. So how do you combat this? This is the part of my diversification that I didn't mention yet. I saved this for the end for this reason. You need to go out and play real-life Forex. American Forex traders, do you have a bunch of United States dollars lying around, cash, somewhere? Good. Is that some kind of great protection against some economic downturn? Maybe not. Like I said, the United States dollar might not be the safe haven currency going forward. You need to go turn some of those United States dollars into other currencies and then have them with you physically. So all told, I have, and this is not investment advice of any type. This is just how I have chosen to go about it. I have money in my bank account, precious metals, physical U.S. dollars, physical Swiss francs, and physical Chinese yuan. As for why it is those things, don't ask. Do your own research. Again, this is not my area of expertise. I am just doing these things based on what I have learned and what I feel like I know. And then hopefully, if things were to ever go really bad, I will be protected. And I will come out the other side okay. And then if all breaks just right, maybe, possibly, be in that rare position to take advantage of it. So to sum it up, I knew I was going to go over time on this, damn it. But is Forex trading as a vehicle of trading recession-proof? Yes, it is. Will it make you recession-proof? No, because you're probably only getting paid out in one currency. I am. But go out there and play real-life Forex and have some other currencies around. And by doing that, in my strong opinion, that is how you truly become recession-proof. So thank you for listening and going over time with me. Uh, Agree or disagree, you now know kind of my thoughts on money in general, and at least my approach to things, especially when it comes to playing defense, which I do recommend everybody do in some way. 
How you approach it is up to you. But those are my thoughts, and those are the people I recommend you follow and learn from. And as always, I'm going to have a lot more material for you, a lot of bonus material in the blog for this episode. I will link that below. And get ready for a brand new episode of the podcast next Monday. Um, I will most likely have a new trading video out this Thursday. And in the meantime, start taking those steps to really set yourself up for success, no matter what the market is doing. Don't be helpless to the global economy. You're better than that. Educate yourself. Take the steps you need to take. Go out there and get it.